Hello and welcome to episode 607 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tübingen, Germany. With me as once again, Adam not here for the intro. We're going back, hitting some milestones. This week, episode 300. Original air date, October 3rd. A lot of the thirds. You're going to notice a lot of dates uh, on the third for some reason. No idea why. October the 3rd, 2016. It's funny, the show opens, of course, with Adam, um, again, wanting the party favor, even though 100 episodes prior, Chris Marquardt already delivered, Adam's can't seem to get enough. He also mentions that he updates his website in this episode. I'm guessing probably the last time he's ever done that. So that's like six years ago at this point. Last, uh, mine probably the same. Haven't touched mine in a long time as well. Uh, this would have come out on a Monday. I've, I actually forget when we started publishing on Monday mornings. When we first started doing the show, we would just record whatever day of the week we both had time. And the show would then be published 12 hours after that. And so it was, you, you, you kind of, some days would be a Monday, some days a Wednesday. It would be all over the map, which I found not, not very good. I, I, I somehow got it in my head that if we were going to do a, a real show, that there had to be an actual release time, like a consistent release time that we don't miss every single week. And for the most part, we haven't missed. A couple of times, it, it just doesn't happen, so maybe just a, a few hours delayed. But I decided that Monday morning was going to be when the shows get uh, published. My thinking being that if people want to listen on the way into work Monday morning, they can start their day with us. I should also mention a little bit about how the show gets recorded. When Adam and I first started, we, you know, I live in Germany, he lives in Vancouver. We didn't want to do a show that sounded like it was on the internet. And that's obviously how we were going to be talking. At the beginning, he and I spoke via Skype. Um, and then now we actually use FaceTime audio to, to talk. But... If we recorded that conversation, it's going to sound very compressed and lousy. I, I wanted it to sound like we were in the same room. So we decided from the very beginning, my plan was I would, we would talk on Skype, but I would record my audio separately. And so we have just, just my half the conversation here in Germany uh, recorded to a, an AIF uh, or a WAV file. And then Adam records his half of the conversation in Vancouver. And when he's done, just drops it in a Dropbox. It shows up on my computer. And I then edit them together. Now, early on, that took quite some time. The, the, the internet technology wasn't where it is now. So it might take a couple of hours to upload. And then another half an hour for me to get it. Now it's instantaneous. Adam drops it in literally 15 seconds later. It's, uh, it is on my computer. And we still do it the exact same way. We still record that full uh, WAV file. And at the beginning, in order to sync it up, what we do is we do a simple countdown. I say five, Adam says four, back to me for three, two, and one. And then in the editing program later, I use Adobe Audition, not a sponsor. I just simply line those two up so it goes five, four, three, two, one. And then the rest of the show is in sync. And I can edit each file how I see fit and mix it so that they're both uh, the same level, 
same volume, etc. And uh, it sounds like an actual podcast. Challenge photos for this week were cool. I'm not sure what Adam is going for here with his daughter. I guess she's cool for taking pictures. Uh, I went for super cool lighting, like literally cool, very blue lighting on my son. So I actually like Adam's photo better. Uh, mine's a little bit weird. I also included a few film photos. I was shooting a lot of film at this point and developing my own. And so here's a shot of my kids in the, the Frybod going for a swim. Uh, my buddy Felix, who was a, at the time, was uh, driving a uh, ambulance. And then there's a picture of uh, ah, me and the family up on, I think that's at Berg Hohenzollern, the castle nearby here. And the last two pictures that we discussed, oh, there, here's one I, I shot when I was at uh, Goodwood, I shot a photo of Adam Carolla uh, for Adam to use, and he ended up using. He still uses it all the time, and this was an uh, uh, some sort of a podcast convention where he was a guest speaker with Shaq, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, and so I thought it was kind of cool that the photo I took was up next to him and the one that the one of Shaq. So that was kind of a little, I guess, a feather in my cap as you'd say. That sounded weird to say it that way. I, I, th I just thought it was pretty cool. So without further ado, here is episode 300. Do you have a, a party blower kind of uh, sound effect? We go over this every 100 episodes. No, I don't. No. Okay. Because I, I, I looked for one and, and I didn't find one. Does that, does that help? Like physically in your house? Yeah, you know, like the kids get it for a birthday party. You know. I'm sure we I have one somewhere. I just can't, I can't find it either. Because that would be awesome if we just did, did that for like 17 seconds, just hit the horn. Okay, what's the lead into that? Uh, do we need one? Um, no. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and cue the horn. Welcome to episode 300 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tübingen, Germany. With me as always is... Adam, Vancouver. What's going on, Adam? Nothing. Besides the 300, the obvious Oh, 300. I updated my website because it was going to expire. I think I mentioned okay. that last time. I updated my website, put a few new pictures on. Yeah. Uh, and updated it so it will continue for all those who are <laughs> hanging on pins and needles from last time. Yeah. The big cliffhanger uh, from last time. Yeah, week. huge cliffhanger. So I, I really left it to the last minute and then uh, got the urgent emails. Urgent, uh, your website and domain and all these are going to expire. So If you didn't leave things until the last minute, mm -hmm. what would you do in the last minute? Exactly. No, I agree 100%. You, mm -hmm. you need something to do with that, that zero hour. Correct. Um, but I did post a picture of the image um, for the t-shirt logo uh, on my website. So that, that's surely oh, okay. to drive huge traffic to my website under the uh, creative section. I posted uh, the Photoshop of 
me and the kids uh, that got like placed actual, on a t-shirt. Like, like the logo itself or a photo of the shirt? No, I just did a, the logo itself. The, you can imagine it on a white t-shirt. It no, gets I, I want to see it. Infinitely more exciting when it gets put on a white t-shirt. Yeah. But oh, another interesting thing. Oh, I made more, a, more than one. I made a second t-shirt. Oh. A second logo and a second t-shirt. Also For the both same of, trip. For the same trip, we're gonna we're gonna be there more than one day. You need more than one custom T-shirt. Come on, man. You Seriously? are you serious? Are you serious about this? Yeah. This is not this is not a joke. This is for real. I, I my my one regret here is that we're pretty much out of bachelor parties to go to. I know that's kind of part unless of it, unless yeah. somebody gets remarried, uh, <laughs> which I'm hoping for. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, we we early on we made we made you you made you made the the, the shirt for my bachelor party in Vegas. Yeah, um, I made I made multiple other ones uh, for other guys, and it's a highlight. But now that it's so easy, I'm just gonna make shirts. You know what we should do? I think we've talked about this before. You know how you, you, how you have like you celebrate your anniversary, obviously. Yes, you should celebrate like the ten year anniversary of your bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> with another bachelor party. Have we not discussed this? No, but that's that's a very good idea. Oh, Someone must this, be doing this. Well, I've been over this in great detail with other with other people then. I thought right. it was you, but no. Uh, no, 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 we have to, we have to. I mean, we've, we're past 10 years on some of them. Yeah, I'm uh, past 10 years. Really? Yeah. I guess, yeah, you must, considering. Uh, yeah. 2005, man. Wow. Okay, well, yeah. we missed yours. Mine's coming up in a few years. <laughs> you got three years to plan mine. Okay, <laughs> and uh, we'll hit Vegas again, obviously, or or maybe not. Maybe Ibiza. We could, that'd be fun. Mallorca, something good, something good like that. Yeah, we can go. We can go to one of these EDM festivals. Why that, not? That I hear about. That sounds good. But we'll we'll have. But but then if you go if you go to an EDM festival, you got to go shirts off. So no point in having a shirt for that. You can make custom undies. Yes. Yeah, r- logo right on your butt. I like. Wow. Yeah, okay. I like the way you think. I'm in for that. I'm 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 excited about that. Ten year anniversary of the of the bachelor party. But uh let me let me tease this the second t shirt I made because it's uh it's awesome. Okay. Uh four quick photos, one of each person in our family against just kind of the blue wall, uh each wearing the Mickey Mouse ears that uh, we obtained on the last Disneyland trip. Okay. And uh and then, you know, did one of those grids, like uh, a four square with each person with the smiley face with the ears. And then I made a little border with some Mickey Mouse ears at Disneyland 2016, something along those lines, family trip. And then done. And so that one was no Photoshopping, very easy. And I really like how it turned out, which is why I decided, oh, we need we need two shirts. Yeah, no, no question. So yeah, check that out, AdamSchwartz.ca. Uh, in my creative section, you'll see the two T-shirt logos if if anyone's interested. But they're both the sec- up there. The bar, they're both up there. I put them both up there. That's why I'm, I'm really. I figured, hey, I I renewed this website. Let's let's drive massive traffic to this website. All right, that's that's yeah. what we call clickbait. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at like the one with the blue background. 
That's the second one. That's or the no, second wait, one. Is yeah, it, yeah, well, which yeah. is the one that's got the castle is the first one with the Photoshop characters. Right. And then the second one, yeah, I put a blue background only because they print this on white. Uh-huh. And so what I realized after doing the first one is when you make a white outline and then there's some white background, but it gets printed on a white shirt and it's not, it's not a, it's not a decal that stands out the decal. white on white. Yeah decal whatever you want to call it but it it doesn't stand the white is the same white they just don't print that part so it ends up not being as it doesn't have as much pop to it so that's why i put the the blue background because they're gonna ask you to leave the park why i'm looking i'm looking at the pic i'm looking at it right now (laughs) they're gonna they, they might not let you in Really? With those shirts. Yeah. They, they, the people love that kind You're of a security enthusiasm threat. at the, what's that? You're a security threat. <laughs> I don't think you're, you're not getting on the plane. I would hide Crazy, I would, crazy you know, eyes? Crazy uh, eyes? Yeah, I would probably, like, I don't want to tell you how to run your life, but uh, <laughs> I would likely, I would FedEx these ahead. Right. I don't think you want to be going through airport security with these on your possession. Really? Wow. They're going to worry yeah. them. Yeah, this is this this is this smacks of Hinkley. Okay, here's the thing. Too soon? You, he just got out. I feel bad now. He just got out. <laughs> have you been? He's a big been, fan. He's a big listener. Have you been to Disneyland? Uh not since I was a kid, like in okay. the eighties. This is kind of a thing. This is not not exactly what I've done, but people making shirts. It's very very common amongst people going to Disneyland. Everywhere else in the world, I understand your concerns of 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 what someone wearing one of these shirts would be. Uh-huh. But in Disneyland, a hundred percent acceptable. It's just that's the place where you you do this. Okay. Yeah. So, so everyone else, everyone else in the listening world. So your dad and and his his uh, photo buddies. Uh, let us let us know what you think. Check check it out. Right now, is this a side business, a potential side business for you? Where like people are going to go to Disneyland? Hey, Adam, we need a custom shirt. What can you whip up for me? Uh, no, this this not the intention at all. No, Although, not the intention, but that's what you, jealous you jealous rage. Everyone's no. I I will say the over under on comments throughout one day at Disneyland on these shirts is going to be 25. Okay. Is there any chance that you'll make a slight tweak to the second one? With no. the, the four squares, <laughs> you call it the Disneyland bunch, like the Brady bunch, because it looks kind of like the Brady bunch logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get you, yeah. Make yeah. It the Disneyland bunch 2016. That's a great idea had I not already sent it off to print. Okay, always yeah. double check with me. Okay. <laughs> When it, when it comes to T-shirts for Disneyland, I am I am kind of the Wayne Gretzky of that. Okay, you're the uh, the editor in chief. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm the idea guy. Okay. <laughs> next yeah. time, next year. Next I'm the guy. I'm the, I'm the I'm the Monday morning quarterback. Here's what you should have did. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I love it. But like I said, like we'll come up. We're, we're gonna. I'm gonna start working on the uh, the ten year stag stagiversary. Right. Is that where we're going with stagiversary? Sure. I think so. Yeah, sure. Awesome. We'll do that. There'll be some golf. And then, I mean, if we put it in the same like month every year, like what 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 year would what was what what year were your was your stag in or month? Sorry, what month was your stag in? Oh, it was in January. Oh, that's perfect. Staguary. Staguary. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Speaking the of whole which, month, celebrate the whole month. I like the way you think. Speaking of which, next uh, coming up is is Movember again. Yeah, but but I'm I'm starting my own this year, starting tomorrow. Okay. Um, I'm gonna grow my back hair out for Backtober. 
me and Dave Babbage and George the Animal Steel. We're all going to see. <laughs> I like that. That's that's that, yeah. that's that's good. I like that. You've mm. you've put some thinking into this. Nope, zinged it right now. <laughs> Backtober. Yeah. Um, the Movember thing. I mean, I I like the idea of of it, and I like the supporting the cause thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to have faded a bit in in our parts, anyways. Like it was really big, maybe three or four years ago where you saw all the people on TV, like all the anchor people uh, doing it on the news and on the sports channels. And uh-huh. it really seemed to tail off last year. So is it is it is it still really a thing like this year? Like, I don't know. I tried it um, last year, but everybody just kept pointing at me and staring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, it's, it's Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> No, I could no, I could do better that. than that. Yeah. No one said that. Yeah. No one pointed in. I didn't even I didn't even bother. Yeah. No, I didn't even bother. Uh, I don't know if it's a thing here. The 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 definitely not not a, a thing in in Germany. The the Movember. Mm-hmm. Sorry, can't help you there. Yeah. I'm usually back in in Canada in November though, and there's quite a few, quite a few people doing it. I think it's just an excuse, really. Yeah. I I I thought you know really. If uh, you're that if you're that big on supporting the cause, just just throw fifty bucks in for for prostate cancer, right? That's what it's for, right? At it's this point, there's cancer. more people growing mustaches than donating to the cause. That's that that's what I mean. It's yeah. become more about the 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 just the beard than the cause, and so that's kind of where it. I don't know. It defeats the purpose to some to some degree. You're a downer, buddy. Yeah. It's, no, I'm all about making the donation, but just make the donation. But if if you're not if you're not interested in growing a mustache and you're going to shave, buy your razors on Amazon. Right. That's where I would pick them up, have them delivered to your house, and click through our site. It's a big help. Or click through the prostate cancer website. Oh, for <laughs> crying out loud. <laughs> wow. <laughs> click through the pro- – <laughs> Hey, they must have an Amazon click through. Right. <laughs> donate yeah. donate to their cause. I I don't know that they do have an Amazon click through. <laughs> I might. do know I do know if you go to their website, they do have Disneyland t-shirts. <laughs> which you would not expect coming. <laughs> you brought this on yourself. What what would be on those shirts? Oh dear. Really? This guy, this went off the rails. You're gonna, I episode, was try- episode 300 off the rails right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> terrible. All right. Uh, you know why 300 is significant? No. Nice round number. Okay. That's it. I want to point out that I actually, I actually we, we don't have anything special planned for 300. So no, we're waiting for 450. <laughs> we're wait- <laughs> yeah, we're waiting for the next prime number, <laughs> which I suppose is 301. Great. Is it? Is 301 a prime? Uh, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. I, Not I divisible by three. That's for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, did you shoot anything interesting? Mm. So, no. Did I? Did, <laughs> did I? Not, uh, not other than the, uh, the t-shirts. That was, that was my interesting. I did okay. go on a photo walk with my daughter. You okay. Uh, and she shot some interesting things. Are you going to post some of that? Probably not, although okay. we'll see. If anything's in focus, I might. Basically, we did a photo walk, and so she took my little camera, and uh, mm-hmm. the new little camera, and I took my, my 60, and it was a nice day, and we didn't have anything to do, and my son and my, my wife were out doing something, and we said, oh, let's go for a photo walk, and she's she was into it, so 
um, we, we walked down and it was a nice day. We walked down to the dike and you know, along the paths and, uh, you know, just basically shooting whatever we thought was interesting. Her interesting was every post or pole along the way. We're talking like, you know, just the telephone pole, but up close and the uh, stop sign pole up close. And she thought mm-hmm. it was hilarious. But so, so we came back and she probably had like 28 pictures of just neighborhood posts and poles. You got to make her a book of that. I, I thought about it, and so I haven't gone through them to see if any of them are in focus, but I thought, here is my daughter's portrayal of uh, Steveston, Steveston Post. I thought this would be go great as a, uh, a museum show or an art, art gallery show. Very abstract. I think it would. <laughs> For real. I'm not joking. It'd be some, I, kind well, of thing. The, that's, kind, that's the sad thing. I was kind of joking about it with her, and it's like, nope, somebody would do that and actually call it art and sell the stuff. I think it should be you. I think you should flip, flip, flip them all to black and white, obviously, because that's art. Yeah, and then uh, make that happen. All right, I'll, I, maybe I maybe I will post a few of Sarah's collection of posts. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested in seeing it. Do them all in black and white, though, uh, for us. Maybe okay. Add a, add a funky, you know, border to them. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, you're good to go. You all gotta right. throw some grain on there. Oh sure, all right. I'll crank. Well, I'll crank it up. I mean, I imagine she was whatever setting she was in. I didn't dial anything in for her, so right. I think I think it could it, they could be all over the map. But I'm sure there's going to be some some camera shake at some point, and I think there's probably going to be some some noise just based on whatever the camera chose as the ISO because she was not in full manual. That's for sure. Of course. Yeah. All right. Um, I finished that roll of film that I talked about last week. I think, okay. I think last week we talked about I went to the castle, brought only brought the Canonette. Yeah. And um love that camera. I really it like if it, I know I know you've done it. I know you have uh, together with me, we you have processed your own film once. One time, and even then it was half a roll, but we, we you processed it. And I don't know if that's something that you're ever going to want to get into. Probably not. No, not a fan, eh? Maybe no, it's not that. It's just it's the process and the time. If if uh, if I was retired, maybe and maybe maybe I'd find time for that. But yeah. as it is, you saw how many photos did I did I shoot this week? Very very few. So the idea of shooting and then the processing, probably not. Um, no, I, I hear what you're saying. Okay. However, it is its own. I mean, I'm sure we touched on this when we when we shot recorded that episode like 200 episodes ago where Adam shoots film. Yeah. But but processing the film is in itself this weird zen thing. Like taking the time to shoot. This is I know this is a hipster argument for why film is the greatest. Uh film is not the greatest, but I like it. But I I I as time intensive as it is, I very much like the process. I don't like the scanning. The scanning is terrible. However, the actual processing of the film, I love. I love how it goes. I love the fact that I sh- there's there's pictures on there that I shot six months ago and forgot about, and then all of a sudden I see them again and think, oh wow, they're still terrible, but uh, <laughs> they've been gestating for six months. Yeah. But uh, no, the process itself, like the whole timing of it, I bet you're. Daughter especially will be into it. I bet she will love it. Maybe in the next a couple years. I think the first time I, I ever processed my own film, I was I think I was twelve. It was at school, um, and I loved it. 
and I still okay. and I still do. And there, there's something about the process that is really awesome. Um, so if that ever if that ever comes up, if you ever manage to make that happen, it's not a very it's not a very big monetary investment to process black and white film in your house. Like you can do it in your house. You don't you have you have the space that's required. Mm-hmm. You don't need a dark room mm-hmm. uh, because of the whole hybrid digital analog deal. Um, but buy yourself a Canonet. I know you. I know you have a film camera that was given to you. Mm-hmm. But if you can find a Canonet, it's about probably going to cost you twenty dollars. Uh, camera from the seventies, rangefinder, which I think we'll talk about next week. I think we're going to go into more detail about it. The nice, the nice thing for me is if I ever decided to do this, the the film camera that was given to me is compatible with my lenses so with my yeah. canon lenses so so that that's kind of i could stick the 85 on there and then shoot film you know with something that i'm very comfortable with yeah i don't like that at all i, I want okay. you out of your comfort zone and okay the, the, the canonet only it, it has a whatever it is like a i'm gonna say 43 mil it's like it's, it's a weird it's a weird lens it's like 40 it's 43 millimeters it's fixed it's on there you can't take it off mm-hmm no, you can you, you can take it off. You just can't get it back on, really. Um, so the it, it, and it, it, it's amazing, and I'll bet your daughter would love it. And to go and then you know anyway. Point being, love the camera. Uh, had multiple themes on this one roll because you know there was there was stuff I shot six months ago, and then I you know left the camera for a while, picked it up, and um, so I took a number of of different different film photos, and I posted. Uh, I'll post three of them. Just because they're very, very different. So here's the one of, of my kids in the in the the, the pool, mm-hmm. the outdoor pool. This is the last day, the day before. Like that's the day it closed. Everyone was at the pool. Next day, closed for winter. So we went out there, and uh, I, I obviously I do not hesitate to bring the cannonet into the pool. Mm-hmm. So this is into the. Uh, it's about chest deep for me, and uh, so that's that's one shot of black and white, 100 agfa film by the way okay so for for daylight yep yep and um day before we went to there was a they call it the blau leak festival which is the blau leak means blau uh blue light which is like the uh which basically represents like the siren like the uh the flashing lights of and with they go with the sirens on police and ambulance and uh fire trucks mm-hmm. the the uh what do you call the lights on there? The strobes, whatever they are. You know what on I'm talking about. On fire trucks? Well, the red and blue. Like they, it's, it's red on, on it, it, where you are. It's red and um, it's red and blue for the police and, and red for the fire. And, right. And it's not that. a siren. You don't call it a siren? It's bold. No, a siren's the sound, though. I know, but I still think you would refer to that as the siren. Mm, okay. Siren light? Regardless. <laughs> Point is, it's, it's called the, the, the blau leak here. And so what okay. they have is they have a whole thing set up. Um, with all the different, you know, arms of the of the services come out and they, they you know and they put and they bring out their ambulances and fire trucks, etc. And so it turns out one of my what a buddy on my on my baseball team happens to be a paramedic. And so I saw him there and say, Hey, hey Felix, let me snap your photos. So I had my camera with me. And so there there's there's a photo of Felix in front of his uh Krankenwagen. And then the last photo was from the week before at the castle, and that's just like a panorama photo at the top of the top of like the castle we're at is like on the top of a hill. It's like one of those kind of castles, mm-hmm. not the palace where they live. It's the more of the sort of um, you know military 
strategic castle, so it's on top of the the hill near us in a place called Heckingen, and uh, pretty sure it's Heckingen or Hagerlock. I don't know. Don't quote me. Anyways, so we get we had uh, we had someone snap a quick family photo of uh, of us on top of there. But the point is, I just really really like the film. Cool. The end. The end. I think what I might do is I might try picking up a roll of black and white film, putting it in the film camera that I have, and uh, taking taking some photos and then just sending it out for processing, and then I'll see how much I like it and if it's worth me investing any more time. Mm. How, about, how about that? I, I need a gateway entry into this, and I just there's no way I'm going out and buying a bunch of chemicals and doing that at this stage, uh-huh. but I could very easily go run through a roll of film in the next six months, and then once it's done, send it out, and then I'll see, like I say, do do I like, do I like, am I getting something out of it that I deem worthy of processing? Okay. You got you to give me that. I, you you can on. do that. You can do that. But the, the, the general, the way it goes is in order for you to get black and white film processed, it's actually very costly, even though oh. to do it at home is not costly. But maybe I'll just get color then. Yeah. At that point, I would probably get color done. Yeah, just because the cost wouldn't be much different or it's more expensive to do to process black and white through a lab. Yeah, I, I think it's more expensive to, pro- to process black and white, even though if you do it at home... It's cheap. Yeah. Like black and white is, is like once you, once you have the initial investment, which isn't very much money, um, you know, under $100, let's say, to get a whole setup uh, with a change bag, a tank, and all the, all the, and a reel and all those things, under 100 and the chemicals, under 100 bucks. Uh, after that, it's, it's pennies a roll. Hmm. Whereas you're probably going to drop 20, well, you're going to get prints made probably too. So it's going to be about $20 to get it processed, I think. Hmm. One roll. All right. Well, I'm not sold on any of it. So, well, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll order it when, uh, when, I, when I, next time I see you. Next time I'm at your house, we'll order it and maybe shoot a roll and see. Because you, I think your kids would love it for yeah. for half uh, for half an hour and then that exactly that, that's exactly what I was going to say. And then yeah, moving on. <laughs> Great. Also, I shot some other stuff too. I I, I shot um, some digital stuff. I shot. Uh, website photos for a like a paving stone company. Okay. Yeah, I know that's, that's... a close up of a brick. No, no, no. But that's the thing. It's not not the close ups. It's they they want to showcase all of the work that they've done. Okay. Um. So it's an ongoing project. Like I have an, another day to shoot next week. But um, basically, it was getting in the car with the guy, the owner owner of the company, and driving all around like you know a couple hours. Uh, each direction and multiple places all around the south of Germany of different work sites like in in different cities that their company has supplied uh, uh, the, the, the stones for. Yeah. Know, all kinds of different stones. And so they want to showcase, you know, like went to Freiburg, for example, and all around, a bunch of different places. But I had to go out there and basically shoot these wide shots of this whole giant area. Like maybe maybe it's a plaza, maybe it's a street, maybe whatever it is. And showcase their stones. Gotcha. Sounds easy. Yeah. Did not find it easy. Wickedly hard to make, to make it, it interesting. It yeah. 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 Like, it, I can see that for sure. Yeah. So it was a stressful day, and 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 that was what we, you know it was supposed to be one day, but 
ultimately halfway through he realized there's no way we're getting to all these we have to do two full days of shooting all around germany but so we'll do that next week and and uh, once the website's up I'll, I'll direct everybody to it and you can have a look and tell me how boring my photos are okay <laughs> there you go all right photo challenge this week was cool mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm starting to see the weather cool down a little bit and so uh that was my suggestion gotcha you want to go first or second i always give you the option i'll go first all right let's have a look at yours this is from the photo walk i'm guessing it is yeah look at the concentration yeah, yeah, she's she's very focused. I don't know what what post uh, she's shooting, but uh, <laughs> some kind of inanimate object that she's uh, that she's focused on. And I don't know. It, it, this is one of those things that you sort you sort of mentioned. You know, cool tones and in the shadows. And this is at about five o'clock so the sun is going down and it's a hazy day so you can see in the background like there's no you know this is daylight balance so there's a lot of bluey tones it's not Mm -hmm. it's certainly not as cool as i would have got if i waited another hour and a half and got it right right when the sun was completely down but uh that wasn't in the cards this this evening for us so basically this was sort of a day that looked like it was as blue as I was going to get. And I did take some pictures in the complete shadows, but they were just dull and boring. And so I thought, Mm -hmm. okay, well, at least this one I've got, you know, my daughter, um, you know, doing something. So there's, there's an action associated with this. And I liked the background and I liked, you know, the grass and the yells and everything's very muted other than the sky in this photo. But the other thing, and I don't know, we've talked about this too much, uh, and this is kind of more of one of those just tip things that, you know, when I looked at this photo, when I looked at this photo, I really liked, which is her face is completely in sort of the the shadow of, of this image. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. And I don't do this very often. We tend to look for situations where the face is basically fully lit and mm-hmm. we tend to light things this way as well. And it doesn't need to be that way. And sometimes you think, okay, well, when the face is in shadow, it kind of gives a very dark or mysterious look to the photo. And I disagree entirely in this situation. It doesn't at all. It doesn't doesn't make for any, you know, deep mystery. You know exactly what she's doing. But I, I it makes it more interesting to me than if the light was squarely on her face and the rest of her face was in shadow. And I and I had taken a few photos of her in shade where the exposure is, is much more even. Mm-hmm. And it's not nearly as interesting as, as this is to me. And again, it's just my opinion. And I could I could show other examples of, of what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, I don't usually look for this. And then I thought, maybe, maybe I should look for this more often. It's funny you mentioned that because when I issued this challenge, I, I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm going to shoot my kids in a shadow... And I'm also going to look for a situation where there is that orange light, where the orange light's coming in, like the late, it was, for me it was late, you know, late evening, going to be the sunset, where the blue wouldn't be blue unless it was offset by something uh, uh, orange. Right. But, and then, and like, like you said, just in the shadows itself, it's just kind of flat and boring. And so I ended up not even getting close to that, but... Is is it me? Maybe it's me. Maybe it's my memory. Is are the seasons shifting that much that generally I assume that at the end of September you'd be able to find that sort of really blue look. You can very early in the morning and Forget very that. 
Yeah, and very and well, that's what I mean. Very late in the evening when I'm driving to work, I saw it perfectly. But I'm also driving to work, right? And I don't really have time to pull over and chew. But but that exact late, I'm like, well, here it is because I saw it a couple times on my way to work. Um, here here's the light we're talking about. But it's it's either really early or quite quite late. But midday, we're still getting the nice orange light. Yes, the nice, very warm much light. So. Yeah. Because in my head. When I issued this challenge, I, 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 I said, well, you know, we're coming to the end of the baseball season, like the Major League Baseball, and playoffs are coming. And in my head, I distinctly remember sort of watching the baseball playoffs and World Series in that light, in that sort of bluish light that, that shows up in the shadows. Mm-hmm. So it could be a situation of me mis- misremembering or, or just maybe maybe we're three weeks early on this. Yeah, I think maybe just a little bit early. Yeah. All in all... Picture's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's it's fine. It's not it's not what the challenge intended, but I did snap it and I did like it. And and I don't know. It's it's just one of those one of those things that I'm situations where I'm gonna look for not always lighting the face, which which is always, I think, as a photographer, um, your first thought is, you know, make sure there especially with kids, make sure there's enough light on their face. And again, sometimes it's okay to, to break that rule. Watch movies, man. They don't always light the face. And like those, the guys who really know what they're doing don't always light the face. There you go. Takeaway. There's a takeaway. <laughs> so as you can see, I, 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 I meant to do the same thing, but like you, it came, it came up, came, you know, was challenged and, and couldn't, just couldn't make it happen. So I decided to really just go the other way and just really go crazy blue, cool. Um, and I shot my son today. This is a, this is a photo of this morning before he goes to to kindy. Mm-hmm. Now, was this done with a gel on the light, or was this done just in post with just really using the sliders? Ah, uh, gel. This is a gel. Okay, yeah. This is a a double CTB because originally I, I I thought we'd get a little bit of sunlight bleeding in to his room, uh, which we didn't because of the angle because this wall just in the morning he doesn't get any sun. So, but I was assuming getting some sun, which I was going to turn blue on its own by by white by balancing for thirty two hundred, and then throwing a double CTB on the flash, the bare flash camera left, and then slashing that across the wall and him. Um, as it turned out, didn't really need it. Didn't need to 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 go double, because I ended up white. I ended up white balancing at like around five thousand anyways at daylight, but it's still so blue because of the CTB. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And and uh, not the most cooperative kid in the world. And in the morning, <laughs> uh, was into it for a second, and then and then quickly quickly faded. So, but uh, this was uh, this was cool. I I I looked at it the first time I saw it, and I mean, again, I, I don't I don't I'm not gonna beat around the bush. I don't love it. No, it's, it's creepy. It's, it, it's creepy, and it reminds me too much of. You know, basically the bad Instagram filters that people do. Is that right? They shoot this on their iPhone and then they crank a vignette and then they put the crazy weird filters on it. And that's what it reminds me of. And I and I hate that. I I just thanks a lot, Instagrammers. You ruined it for me. I really and and if you go on Instagram, you see all the, the weird filters that people use. I don't really use Instagram. I don't really know how, but my wife does. And so occasionally she, she sort of says, Hey, check this out. And there, this, this happens too much. And like you say, shot out of the phone, apply the filter vignetting. And so that's the feel that it gives me. It's like, yeah, this is, this is, this is kind of the, the Instagram. Well, there's no actual vignetting here. This, that's that. No, I know. There's a snood on the light. 
Uh, yeah, I, I know. I just mean sort of the dark at the bottom and the dark at the top uh-huh. with such a bluey shade to it. And people say, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, how'd you do that? And so, yeah, no, I, I, I will take a pass on this. Yeah, I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> not like this. I mean, I, yeah, there's other there's other things that we could do. There's, there's Again, in, in the spirit of, of, of we've done this many times in the last few weeks especially, is is... I really do feel I'm onto something here, <laughs> just not in this context. Right. Like I right. do, I do have other ideas where this would actually be like would work very, very, very well. Not involving my son though. And I can see it like with some sort of Halloween theme or something, right? Possibly, but he's yeah. dressed dressed in his school clothes, looking like a a deer in headlights, and yeah. then it just it's just weird. It's weird and a little bit off putting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, this kid's watching you sleep. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. All right. Well, so this week, not that cool. Okay. <laughs> That's what we learned. Yeah. All right. So this week, uh, the topic this week, something that I'm guessing most of our listeners have dealt with. If, the, if you haven't dealt with this, you're going to. Working for free. <laughs> <laughs> this comes yeah. up how much how often does this come up it comes up a lot a lot it, it came is... up a lot more when in the early going right when you're when you're not necessarily you don't necessarily have the portfolio to true. sort of show people here's a bunch of paid work i've done but well, you that's have interesting that's true yeah yeah i think i think when you when you're at the point where hey here's some really good photos of my family and yeah. that's 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 your repertoire. Then the the free thing comes up quite a bit. You'd be surprised, though. It, even 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 then, like it comes up. And and like here's the like the, the popular phrase that I've heard many times is, uh, "Yeah, you do this. It'll be oh, it's gonna be great for exposure." And where do you hear that from? Just individual friends, or do you hear that from professional? Like a company's not going to say that. For, Fortune 500 companies? Yeah, exactly. No. I'm like, who's no, going no, no, to no. say that for exposure? Because that that basically saying it's good for exposure suggests that they have a big audience that's going to see your photos. No, they think they have a big audience. Okay, I got gotcha. That's yeah. the difference. Is, so is, it's a delusional friend. Uh, it, friends or acquaintances or people on Craigslist. Like, like <laughs> there is, uh, let's not distinguish, there. This goes on. This goes on an awful lot now, and they, and, and basically they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't worry. Yeah, you can put your watermark on them, and right. every everyone will see your work. Will they? Mm-hmm. Will everyone see my work? Probably not. No. Um. So the question really really remains: Should you work for free? And I think the the really the answer boils down to is if, if what you're doing is interesting or seems like fun to you, not not just is it exposure, because uh-huh. for me, I mean, it, just at the point I'm at now, like I still do some free work. Like I did that that photo shoot in Vancouver for Adam Carolla free. But that right. was also, hey, that's different. That's interesting. I like it. And I, I really didn't think about it as an exposure thing at all. I just thought... 
hey, this 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 sounds like something that would be neat. I'm interested in seeing how this whole process goes, and I'm going to shoot in a different environment, and and it's it's just going to be something different than I've I've ever done. So yeah, I'm I'm in for that, and I think there's a lot of situation. If someone said, hey, I have a I have a Lamborghini in my garage. Um, would you be interested in coming and doing some some photos? I'm not going to pay you. I'd be all for it. I'd be like, yeah, that sounds cool. I'll, I'll I could really play around. This is a situation where I'm not I'm not going to get to do that very often, right? So True. That that's the kind of thing that I'd be into doing for free. Now, if a friend of mine um, says, hey. Do you want to come shoot my kid's graduation um, for free? I'm going to say, no, I think you, you can take care of that. <laughs> just just that's that's the difference is that you do, what are they going to do with it? And can they afford to pay me? If there's someone who really can't afford to, to pay me, then that's a different situation. But mm-hmm. there, there's there's give and take with, with anything. And so... I, I really, I really, I, look, I really look at it as: is it an experience um, that uh, that I'm interested in? And oftentimes, if I come across something, and even though a person might not be fishing, if I if there's an opportunity to do photos of something that would be very interesting to me, uh, and I've done this with with team sports, with you know that my kids are on, is I've done you know free um, t- for the team, like you know the the panorama shot with you know done on green screen with all the kids kind of lined up, and I've done it for baseball and hockey. And, you know, no, no charge in that, but it's kind of a fun thing that I'm kind of doing for my kid as well, and everyone else might as well benefit. Yes. The short answer I was going to give. Okay. Which that, is was that, a, that was all, that was expanded version. No, that was all very good info. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, when, somebody's, you know, when somebody says, hey, should I work for free? Uh, the answer is yes, you should. Absolutely no question you should work for free. If you want to be good at taking photos and successful at business uh, of taking photos, you should prepare yourself to work for free. But all the uh, time? Exactly, not no. all the time. If I I mean I sometimes turn down paid jobs uh-huh. because it's something that I don't want to do. So, yes. you know, if someone says, "Hey, I have a friend of a friend and their uncle's retiring and there's a retirement party in uh in Burnaby and uh we're interested <laughs> in you coming and and doing photos um and you know, it's going to take me an hour to drive out there. I'm going to be there for 2 hours and it's an hour and they're like, "Yeah, we'll give you 250 bucks." I just there's nothing that I would I, I mean that I would I would I, you would have to pay me three times that for me to 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 do all of that it's just uh-huh. not not something I want to do and it's not even for people I directly know those are those are situations where not only would I not do it for free I wouldn't even do it for for like I say for being what I think is undervaluing my time correct I I my my, my breakdown is when when I when I think about Work, like forget forget the the underpaid as you're talking about it, but just the working for free because you get that you get that offers a lot. You can find like I said, you can find them on Craigslist. They, you know, hey, yeah, yeah, you work for Exposure. My criteria is I have no interest in making somebody else rich if I'm not going to be compensated. Right. And you might not make them rich on this job, but what you're going to do is like let's say you know some guy, ah, come take pictures of me for this. I need it for that. He's going to build his business on your back and then when it comes time to pay you're not getting paid that's right. it i don't need to get rich on every job i'm, I'm not, i don't always sit and just count every single penny but i'm not going to make somebody else rich that's the big thing and i've 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 had it happen i've worked on things where i thought okay this will be a good in 
And uh, for example, I worked I worked on a movie uh, a movie being shot in Vancouver many many years ago, and the the director was looking for somebody. I talked to him and and, and he said, yeah, we need someone to just kind of just shoot some behind the scenes with my with my handy cam. And yeah, he's, I, I, the deal was, uh, and he's actually internet famous now. This guy, maybe we'll have him on the show, but. Um, he said, "Yeah, you can just use my little high eight camera and basically be my assistant. I need you to get me coffee and this and that." And I said, "Well, I'll tell you what. How about instead of that, uh, I will get you no coffee. <laughs> I will bring my at the time very high end Canon XL1 and my you know my my awesome microphones. I'll bring that out and I will shoot a real behind the scenes making of your movie." Because it's a very low budget movie, and and so he said, "Yeah, that'd be great. You know, that'd be awesome." And so in the interest of, of cultivating a relationship with this guy and, and other people in the business, I thought, I'm, I'm going to do it. I got paid a little bit of money, but really, really barely enough to, to, to make it worth my while in terms of money. But cultivating relationships was great. And the producer of the show, the guy who raised all the money and, and liked to walk around pretending that he, he knew what he was doing, um, didn't want me there. Couldn't understand what I was doing there. Do not understand that on the DVD, when you go to sell a DVD, you have the making of, like 20-minute documentary of the making of, that it's a big selling feature. Mm-hmm. So when it was all was said and done, the DVD was made and it was on there. He loved it, this producer. Yeah. This guy, pretty, he, pretty, he was at the time, I don't know what he's doing now. He's, he was producing you know a couple movies a year in Vancouver, low-budget stuff. And he recognized the how important it was and loved the work and he he got in touch with me and, and said well his assistant did because he was a big very big deal right guarantee you'd never heard of the guy okay but he he was a big deal in his in in, in his head so anyway so he got in, he got his assistant got in touch and said yeah we, we we love your work we want you to come back out and do it for this this show uh, it'll be the same deal like no money and I said let me let me stop you right there. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I did it the one time. So what I did was, I guess I, in his eyes, I had set a, a, established a bad precedent. Right. That he just assumed, well, he'll just come and work for free. Well, I can't spend exposure. Yeah. And uh, I won't tell you the guy's name, but if you go on IMDB, I think you can probably figure it out based on my, my name and then what movie it was and whatnot. I'd like to point out that the director was awesome, loved the guy, and um, again, I'll try to have him on the show. Producer, not a fan. Not a fan of I, his moves. I And I think that, you know, where the working for free thing gets a little tricky is I think you have to really understand and know the person or people that you're working for free. And so for me, I draw the line based on does this person really appreciate what I'm doing? Do they understand what's involved and do they appreciate it? Because I have no problem working for free for people I know appreciate what I'm doing. And, and, and so a lot of people don't and, and they don't and they just kind of look at it as, oh, hey, he's got a fancy camera and he takes nice, nice pictures on the internet. So this is, this is easy for him. And those are the same people that hardly would grant you a thank you after you, you do this kind of work. And so, I mean, I, I shot my, my cousin's uh, wedding for free and he paid me like so yeah. so i mean he he had an inherent like value of what this was and what i was doing and he was so appreciative and even though i had no intention of taking a dollar from him he basically was like no we're 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 
covering your hotel room when you're you're staying at my wedding and I'm paying you on top of that mm-hmm. and that's that's just the way it is and so but again forget that that aside I knew that he appreciated what I was doing and so it's not always just a monetary sort of thing for me for doing free if someone asked me to do family photos and I really know how much they're going to enjoy this and they're going to tell other friends and 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 just rave about what's being done yeah that those are people that I would work for free but you have to really be careful because you have to you have to know who you're dealing with uh in order to to for you to to sort of get a good feeling out of that that sort of uh engagement right you you want to make it worth your while absolutely well and and like you say not even in a monetary sense for me yes. a lot of the times cuz i'm not i i'm i'm in a different situation for you is that i'm not putting food on the table with my photography I, it's 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 extra income and it doesn't hurt but mostly it's kind of play uh, money that i use my photography money for and so i'm not counting on it as income and so a lot of times if 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 there's something that i really want to do like you say i I do it for free because it's not really about exposure. It's more about um, do I do I get something that makes me feel good out of it, and that could just be a bunch of thank yous and and like you say, someone who I know is really going to make prints and put these on their walls, and and that's that's important to me because like I say, I'm not relying on this as as my principal source of 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 income. But let's say you do. Let's say let's say our some of our some of our listeners who I happen to know some of them are trying to make that transition from. You know, family photographer to you know working full time work, yeah. To getting work on it, I uh, you still want to work for free, you but you really want to pick your spots. Now think about it. Like, what is the end game? Perhaps you're breaking into a new field, like a new specialty. Like maybe ah, I want to take portraits, but I don't have like you know I've taken pictures of my kids at the park, or I've done this or landscapes, but I want to get portraits. Well, now you're going to have to work for free. Probably right. you can't just walk in and do that. You want to crack a new market, like whatever it is. Um, for me, it was: Do you want to work with Adam Carolla, the aforementioned right. Adam Carolla? And for me, that was in, in terms of video. There's a little bit of a sidetrack, um, but same same principle is a little. It was about a year ago, actually. It was a year ago last week. Cause I, I I saw something that they were going to to the first time they were going to the Goodwood car race and I said hey yeah I'm in I, I want to come work and so I talked to their, their the producer over there the director Nate Adams and said yeah I'm in I'll, I'll meet you guys there and then the night before this was like six months ahead the night before we're going to leave he said oh hey we haven't talked about money you know what, what about money and I said oh well I'm not sure what I'm doing you know what do you need me to do blah 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 I, I fully expected to not get paid I didn't offer that. I didn't come out and say, hey, forget it. Don't pay me. But I was okay with doing this job and just basically breaking even. If you cover, if you cover my, my plane ticket and give me somewhere to stay and whatever, we're good. Right. That wasn't the case. He paid me. Right. On top, you know, I, I made money on the deal, um, which was great. That was not my focus. I wasn't doing this, oh, because I, I need the, you know, whatever money they're going to pay me. That was an afterthought. Right. But... I quickly quickly realized that this guy I, I could trust these people. They value yeah. quality work, and thus, I'm in. Yeah, and I and I think I think that same sort of philosophy applies, and and I've applied it successfully 
in anything that I wanted to do photos for. For example, if you want to take photos, like if you want to do family photos and, and kids' photos for people, um, and you have kids, it really helps to have kids. Um, you know, we, we've talked about this in the past. Like at my kids' preschool one day, I went in and I just said, hey, you know, can I, can I do some photos of the kids? I'm just going to provide prints for everybody, and this will be sort of a, a free thing for everybody. And, you know, a teacher asked the parents, and, and everyone was okay with it. So one day when the, the preschool was all playing at the playground, I came out with the class, and I snapped some photos of the different kids playing and just kind of uh, interacting. And then I just made a whole bunch of prints at Costco and just said, you know, three or four prints of each kid and then handed them out. And everyone right away was like, wow, these are great. And and you did this. And I got jobs out of that directly. Mm-hmm. And, and I applied the same thing to to hockey. I My kid plays hockey. I went to the rink. I took a whole bunch of pictures of him and the other guys playing hockey. And I provided prints to people. And then people said, oh, can you do the team photo? Can you? And then I got, and then I did a team photo and I got other teams saying, oh, who did that? Can you do our team photo? And that was, that was paid work and all it took was who's your market go offer you don't have to wait to be asked but go offer to do some of this work for free in a market that you know you want to target and once you provide you know good work then magically people come and ask you to do it and now you can ask for a fee that's the the key there is (laughs) the key there is they'll be good at it well, no question. <laughs> if you if you if you if you lay an egg on the free work, then certainly nobody's knocking down your door to to try to get you to do paid work. But if you are good at it, or if you think you're good at it, this is this is the 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 door is basically go to your market and do it for free. Ask them. That's that's always the that, way I've approached it. Don't don't is, wait to be asked. You nailed it. That is the the exact thing. I I I, I wrote it down. That's the deal for working for free. Like if if one of our friends, like if friends of ours come to our house and they, they don't do this, but if they, because our friends all have class for, for legitimately, they never say, Hey, can you snap a photo of my kid? Unless they're going to pay me. And then, and, and then they will, they will insist on paying me. Right. If I offer say, Hey, I, while you're here, I get my camera out and start snapping photos. There will be no money. And they offer Even then they're like, Oh, what do I owe you? No, no, forget it. I, I initiated this. Right, but if they ask now, I, I've had that happen. I, I, the old place we lived at before we moved into the house was apartment building, and there's, there's one guy in the building I didn't much care for, and uh, I'm out snapping photos of my kids, and I saw him kind of hanging around, hanging around, and he'd said something about, "Oh, hey, yeah, you want to snap a photo of me?" No, I do not. <laughs> Ever, I would never will. You can hire me, and I won't do it now. We're done. Yeah, because it was cl- it was clear there was no no, no money changing hands. Right, and so that was it. But if you, if, if the same goes for working with strangers for free, if somebody seeks you out or like puts an ad on Craigslist, hey, I need I need a photographer, this and that, uh, you know, there's no pay. A good rule of thumb is don't do it. <laughs> I w- I would agree with that. It, it, there are there are a few instances where you should do it, but honestly, overall, for the most part, stay away. If you put an ad out saying, hey, I'm looking to expand my, my uh, portfolio, uh, don't be creepy, but uh, I, need to, I, need, I need to just do portrait shots of people. Anybody wants one, you can have. Like, I'm, I'll do it for exposure. You can have it. Right. That's a much better way to approach it. You're, you're going to get a much better experience out of that. Uh, recently, uh, I, was, I needed to do subcontract a video guy, a, a shooter in Vancouver. For one of my uh, one of my clients, I, I couldn't I couldn't make it to Vancouver, so I needed to hire somebody. 
So I, I look, looking all around, and I actually I just for why not looked on Craigslist, look looking for people advertising for a job, saying, "Hey, you know, I'm a shooter. Right. This, this is my qualifications. Found a guy." You know, so like I, I really, I very, I almost never employ people in this case because I'm kind of a one man gang, but uh, I needed to do this. Now, a little background on me: I'm, I'm actually, despite being kind of a jerk in real life, uh, I'm a very good employer. Okay, I pay pretty well, like the going rate. I don't lowball anybody. I know. Okay, here's the deal. Yeah. Okay. I've 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 made the mistake. I wrote this down. Uh, oh no! You know what it was? No, that's not not the mistake. So I hired these guys. I hired these guys and ended up hiring these guys. But uh, there was a one audio clip missing. It's a mistake that I've made in the past, and just told the guys, "Hey, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll cut right. around it. That's fine." So just 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 an example of to tell you that I am a good employer. Okay. Okay. So I'm looking to subcontract a guy. I found this other guy who I, who I didn't hire, advertising, and he had a great camera setup. He had like, like two cameras. I think he had a, I think he had a 5D and a 7D and all the great lenses. He had a, a great lighting setup, a fantastic, expensive audio recording setup, like with an H4N and, and wireless mics. And just judging by his 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 equipment list, I said, well, this guy knows what he's doing. Right. And he said at the bottom, hey, looking to expand my portfolio. We'll work for free. <laughs> so I got in touch with him. But anyways, I said, well, there's, there's alarm bells going off here. Something's, something's odd. Right. But with this, with this, with this equipment list, he, he must know something. So I got in touch with him and, you know, and found out really quickly that he's, no, he, he, I don't know why he has all this stuff, but he didn't know. And I said, listen, I you're, I don't want you for the free part. The free part was not what got me to call you. In fact, this is a paying client, a very important client for me. I do not wish to lose them. I would never send a free guy in. Right. I will pay. Yeah. Uh, and so if you're the right guy, I will pay you. No way I would send him in. Uh, and he basically said, hey, I'm not your guy. I need to do free work. No, he, he was legit. He was like, I, I have no clue. Maybe maybe somebody left him some money and he decided to buy all this equipment. I have no clue. Or maybe he stole this equipment. <laughs> Jeez, I hope not. Because I referred him to somebody who actually who actually does need free work. Like I, I know somebody who, who who you know that can help him. This guy with you know this guy. I know he he actually does the things he does is he needs free work, which sounds shady when I'm dancing around it, but it's not shady. And it would be a mutual, ben- mutually beneficial situation. Okay. So hopefully they're together and making beautiful music. I don't know. <laughs> That's the point. But, okay. Uh, also, don't hire someone who works for free because you you get what you pay for. Right. That, that's um, where you were going with that. That was where I was going with that. But also, but refer him to your buddy because he'll sort that out. <laughs> well, there, it's a low risk. For, it's a low risk on his end. Right. No one's going to get hurt on this deal. Yeah. So. Um, but the last example, again, it's another Corolla example, is I was hired back a third time to work with uh, the folks with Adam Corolla and the crew. Okay. To shoot video. That, that's what they brought me in to shoot video. That was my job. But I, I actually, I, I really like the whole team over there. I respect those guys. Uh, I want to continue this relationship, but also expand it. And so they know, they know my work as... Um, uh, a video guy. They know my work as a guy who probably has too many beers and passes out on the floor at night. Mm-hmm. They know that guy. 
Yeah. Not true. That's that's false. But I want I want them to know the guy. Yeah, hey, I take stills as well. So last June, when I was meeting them in 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 England again, uh, I brought my my still photo equipment with me as well, which isn't, you know, I'm shooting with my 5D anyways. It basically means throw a couple flashes in the bag and uh, you know maybe a different lens that you might not have shot with. And so I did that. I say I brought that with me. They didn't need photos. Photos were not on their radar at all, and if, and and if they did need somebody, they would have happily hired somebody. So it wasn't a situation of like you know oh yeah maybe we'll squeeze Alan for for some photos. Never came up. But I offered to take a portrait of Adam in his racing suit because I I said I don't know I don't know if Adam has you know any photos of himself. And uh, here I'll I'll take the photo. You can just have it. You like it, you can use it. If you don't, oh well, I wasted two minutes of your life. You're fine. So we did. We did that. We we wandered off. I think I talked about this on on a previous episode. Kind of in between races, just kind of ducked out behind the the paddock and snapped in in under two minutes. Snapped a few photos, and they got one they liked. And so recently, I saw it. They actually use it. Podcast One used it as a banner at some event in New York City where he it was him and Shaquille O'Neal and lo and behold next to him is the photo I took and then there's the one of Shaquille as well right yeah I'm looking at it now I had a question for you so did so you sent them the image yes right and did they did they ask you for the photoshop because I remember you took the sky out and you photoshopped the a new sky in behind him and the the poster the the sort of banner that I'm looking at He's not on the background. So did did you send them the the cutout version of just Corolla, or did they do this themselves? They did this themselves, even so though they cut him back out again. They did, and uh, <laughs> I actually I talked with Gary and said, "Hey, all you have to do is ask." I had that file, and he said, "Yeah, we didn't know. Podcast One did it. We didn't know. I would definitely would have asked you." And I said, "I, I didn't care about permission. I'd said you guys do what you want with this." Right, but yeah, they did a whole bunch more work on it than they needed to because you yeah. had that exact part cropped out. I already. had. It. I could have just sent them the PSD file. They could have just thrown it up there, saved themselves yeah. a little bit Thought of time. Was... Now, who who showed you this? Because you didn't just come across this photo online. So, did one of the the people from from Corolla's crew sort of say, "Hey, look where your photo is"? Like, how did you get I... this? I don't remember. This is a few weeks ago. Yeah, so I don't this remember. This would be a pretty obscure photo to find him sitting at a convention like i i thought when when you showed it to me i thought how did you actually come across this i thought someone must from from his his gang must have sort of sent it to you look look where your photo is i think gary must have sent me a message and said check it out in other in other news related to this photo because at one point this was his uh his facebook um whatever you call cover photo not cover photo whatever the 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 headshot is Uh uh-huh um, gone. He's he's removed it. Oh yeah, no, he hates this now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's. <laughs> I'm done with you. You. Yeah. You'll never mine, work in this town however, again. Mine, however, remains. <laughs> just just so you know. Yeah. Standing the test of time. Or is it right next to Shaq? Uh, he has a picture of him and Jay Leno. Yeah, but After no. But is your me... is your photo right next to Shaq? Is is no, Shaq it's, it's, and your it's photo in, his bedroom. in the same It's page. actually over. It's it's actually over his bed. Right. Okay, yeah. the point I was trying to make is <laughs> did in, in in terms of this, did I did I get exposure? No, not really. My name is not on this. You no. don't look at that picture and see, oh well, you know, courtesy of, of Alan Atridge of the two hosers. That's that's not on there. Right. Do, am I gonna see royalties from this picture? 
No. Probably not. No. <laughs> not so far. No. <laughs> Maybe if the he check- uses it as the cover of his book or something, he might talk to me. I don't know. Yeah. Was it worth it? Uh. Yes. Yeah, you betcha. Absolutely <laughs> worth it. Like this is the kind of this is the kind of relationship that you want to foster for free. Now, I was paid for the video work. So it wasn't like an it, you know, for me it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't like I flew all the way out there, they had me come out and and then I, I shoot something and then I don't get paid for it. This was my doing saying, "Here, I this is what I can do." And so I've had I've I, I since got a nice email from from well, his assistant really, where he says he was, you know, Quoting Adam, saying very, very complimentary and really appreciates my talent, blah, 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 etc. So I know I've made an impression. There you go. I know that. And so moving forward, when there is stuff to, to be shot in, in Europe, let's say, I, I will be the first call that gets made. I'm, I'm certain of this. That, and to me, that was worth any potential downside. Like, you know, what, what, what would the royalties be on a photo like this? I have no clue. Eleven dollars, if that, if that. So for me, that's a humongous investment. <laughs> I'm much happier to do that. Okay. So in the end, yes, you should absolutely, positively work for free. Just get your for pitch. famous people. For famous. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just much like much like baseball, man. Get your pitch. Okay. Don't just don't swing at the first three ones you see. Wait, wait, wait. The guy brings that uh, inside fastball. Okay. That's my pitch. By the okay. way, P.S. Okay. <laughs> P.S. That's, that's where I like it. But uh, yeah, so consider that next time somebody says, hey, you work for the exposure. Don't just do that. You're all good. Speaking of that, I have a job I need you to do for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how it goes, yeah. Hey, listen, or, or my other favorite one. This, this, is, this is just to, just to put a fine point on this. The, the, the favorite quote I hear, and when you hear this, go ahead and run. You're dealing, you're dealing with someone you don't want to work with again. Well, while, while you're here, <laughs> which is that, that, that's always the move. It's like, well, you get your camera out. Well, while you're doing this job, can you just snap like 18 photos of this too? Yeah. My, my favorite one, and this is, this is a, again, goes under the work for free, but it's usually driven by, by family, is, uh, hey, Adam, where's your camera? Oh yeah, that's even worse than while you're here because you don't actually physically have your camera or any intention of taking a photo. But hey, hey, Adam, where's your, where where where's your camera? This is, you should get this. This this is this is really cute. Or this is this is yeah. And and then I double down on now. I'm just gonna throw my camera from the tenth story of a building. You just fingernailed some chalkboards for me right there. Yeah, I hate that. And you know you know who always does that to me? Who? Your family. <laughs> What is their deal? They are, I don't know. They are yeah. users, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. And they won't even let me take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Working for free. Do it. That's how. That's the culmination of 300 episodes. Photo challenge. Make it a good one. Oh, you always say that and then never do one yourself. <laughs> I do one every 86 episodes. And they're brilliant. Yeah, they are good. Mm-hmm. They're really, really good. Well, mine, mine is autumn. So if you can top that, go ahead. Sure, autumn. <laughs> at least, at least you have something to whine about. I'm going to call mine fall. You're just gonna call, I'm going to call mine herbst. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, great websites. Hey, Adam, where can people find your T-shirt logos? 
AdamSchwartz.ca. And uh, if you're if you're within earshot of this show, highly recommend you see you go you go click on there and check out those uh, those logos. Phenomenal. Oh, and 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 you know how I don't know if you can do this on on every website, but I use GoDaddy.com. I'm not trying to plug them or anything, but they give you statistics, right, on all the the you know, busiest day, busiest month. All, all the statistics pop right up when you go to make any edit. It's, and I just, again, I never look at this stuff, but I happen to look at it. And then I was just curious, as the busiest day, my website, this is all coming full circle to our conversation about working for free. My busiest day of traffic for my website was, can you, can you guess? Uh, Easter. No, the day after Adam Carolla's post of all my photos with a link of to my website. There you go. Yeah. So so busiest day, which wasn't I mean it wasn't mind blowing, but it was over a hundred visits in that day. And it was all basically in about a three hour time span of just people on Facebook mm-hmm. that uh clicked through the the link. So yeah, the the busiest day. I usually average on my website about ten to fifteen visitors a day. Okay. And uh, and that day, uh, yeah, top the hundred mark in the day. So there you go, and it shows you where they're coming from too. So you know that that was all coming inside from, from the house. Yeah, it, that's right. So there you go, working for free, and and not that I don't sell anything on my website at all. So it's, so, but if you did, if you were mm-hmm. someone who that was your primary business, then again, that working for free is exposure, and then potentially work. Yes. There you go. All full circle there for you. You, you did come full circle. Yeah. Right. Okay, good. Uh, check my stuff out at alanattridge.com or the two of us at twohosers.com where you can find the links and the photos and all the stuff and how you can hire me for free. <laughs> Until next week, get out there and make better photos. Mm-hmm.